I went into therapy, read every self-help book. I knew, you know, that things weren't really working so well. Then I became a vegan. I started juicing. I did everything I could do. And I didn't do all of the Western medication. And they wanted me to do chemo, radiation. I chose not to do chemo. I did half the radiation. And I just went the holistic route. Welcome back to an all-new season of Off the Gram, the show where we bring you straight into the trenches with us to help you live your best life, channel your inner girl boss, and navigate the ever-changing landscapes of wellness and social media. Hey, everybody. (laughs) So this is Heidi. I'm flying totally solo with Charlie, our producer, (laughs) because Megs and Jamie are caught traveling. It is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving when we're recording this. So um, this is an all brand new solo. I'm putting that in air quotes show because I am with Charlie (laughs) and our amazing guest. (laughs) So thank you all for tuning in. In just a few minutes, we're going to bring on the incredible Alyssa Goodman, holistic nutritionist and lifestyle cleanse expert who believes that proper nourishment, healing by listening to your gut, connecting to your inner strength and practicing a daily ritual of mindfulness and food consciousness is essential for optimal living. After her husband's death from cancer and healing herself from Hodgkin's lymphoma at age 32, Alyssa's mission became educating and empowering others to embrace the concept that we are a product of what we eat and how we treat ourselves. Through her journey to health, Alyssa found that the key to vitality is not just about looking good, it's about feeling good and maintaining good health as we age. Creator of the online reset program, Cleanse Your Body, Cleanse Your Life, and the Soup Cleanse, an LA-delivered food program, Alyssa's approach to cleansing is gentle and accessible for those looking to renew, recharge, rejuvenate, and maintain their healthy lifestyle. Alyssa is the author of the international bestseller, Cancer Hacks, and executive producer of the Alyssa Goodman Show on Focus TV. She is currently working on her next book, Autoimmune Hacks, which we all cannot wait to read. So this is the part where I tell you why you should listen to our show. (laughs) So listen to this show if you need to know more about becoming an advocate for yourself with your health and medical care, but you aren't quite sure how. Or you want to know if there's truly such a thing as cancer hacks. Welcome, Alyssa. We are so excited to have you here today on Off the Gram after being in touch on the gram. (laughs) I think it was Willow, my friend, who connected us initially. I think Willow connected us. Okay. Or do you know Elise Bucellis from Kale and Chocolate? Yes, yes. I met the two of you at the same time. So maybe, okay, so maybe Willow connected me to her and she at least connected me to you. I love I it. So. Yeah. Our little Instagram universe. But then I reached out to you after one of my immediate family members had a little rough spot in her cancer journey, which is when you pointed me to your book, Cancer Hacks. So I really want to get to your book. But before we dive straight in, can you give us a little backstory about what led you to write it, knowing that all of the co-hosts on Off the Gram have been heavily affected by cancer and we would just love to hear your journey? Yes, I know. It's almost these days, everyone has somebody that's been affected, right? But, you know, as a kid growing up, I was always sick. And in a nutshell, I had a low immunity. I had a low white blood cell count and they didn't know in those days what to do with that. So I was kind of labeled a sick kid growing like all through my life, young, you know, grade school, high school. And I had two parents who were very motivated and very successful. So I was always overachieving, you know, 
actually overextending myself, which also made it hard for me to stay well and strong. And, you know, I always felt like I needed to keep up with them. They were so much older. And I was this young person who didn't have the energy and who did stay up too late or eat too much sugar or any of those things. And I would get sick and I had everything you can imagine growing up. So it all culminated. I like grew up in Arizona, moved to New York City, you know, climbed the corporate ladder, was in marketing and sales for about 10 years. And I said to my husband, who I met in New York, like, I need a little bit slower pace of life. I need better weather. I just need to be able to, you know, kind of exhale. And I moved him out west and we got out here to California and I was diagnosed with cancer, Hodgkin's lymphoma at 32 years old. And it was just, it wasn't surprising to me because I think I'd always been worried about something like this happening because I think I lived in a fight or flight, always looking over my shoulder. You know, it just was a very stressful life. And I was always looking for ways to get healthy and feel better and emotionally feel better and spiritually feel better, you know, because nothing was really aligning itself. And when I got diagnosed with the cancer, I saw three doctors and one of the doctors changed my life in so many ways because he sat me down. It was an early stage and he sat me down and he said, what's going on with you emotionally? Are you happy? Are you happy in your marriage? Do you love what you do for work? You know, what's your stress level like? What's your sleep like? And I was like, wow, no one asked those questions. That was like 30 years ago. And he People says, you still don't ask those questions. <laughs> they do not. No, it's not like they don't take care of the whole person. They just zero in on what's wrong, right? So I was like, oh my God, I went into therapy, read every self-help book. I knew, you know, that things weren't really working so well. Then I became a vegan. I started juicing. I did everything I could do in regards to just really getting myself back on track in a better place, more energized, you know, just building up my immune system. And I didn't do all of the Western medication and they wanted me to do chemo, radiation. I chose not to do chemo. I did half the radiation and I just went the holistic route and I was very lucky and I survived and did, you know, I did well and ha- went on to have two girls. And then 11 and a half years later, my husband was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And he went the whole Western route, two bone marrow transplants in a year and a half and basically died of fungal pneumonia because his immune system was so compromised from all the chemo and everything they had done to him. So there were like major wake-up calls. You know, mine was the first one. His was the second one. Then I had these two girls at home, 10 and 7, and I was like, holy crap. They've had two parents who have cancer. I'm exhausted. Like, I have to get myself to a better place because of them. I didn't really, and also I did want to be healthier and better for myself and stronger because I didn't know what was ahead for myself. And that's when I went back to school and got trained in Eastern and Western nutrition, only really for myself to get healthier and for them. I knew I didn't want to leave that legacy. You know, for them, I knew that I wanted to erase the fear that they would automatically get cancer or, you know, they had a mom that was so stressed out, so tired, getting sick all the time. I just wanted to be a person that they could look up to and have them, you know, know that their mom is strong and healthy because they they were in this fear-based mode that something was going to happen to me as well. So that's kind of like the fast version of my journey. And I was really lucky. I got hired after I 
graduated from my program to put together a food program for Cafe Gratitude, a vegan restaurant. I love in it. And M Cafe at the same time. And yes. I did some stuff for Air One and this place called Earth Bar. Yes. And I, I just fell into this profession and I absolutely am obsessed with it. I love what I, and I had now have my own cleanse and food delivery yeah. program for about seven years. So, and I ship out these homemade super C bars that I make across the country every week. People are obsessed with them. You have a really rabid following. People are like really obsessed with your bars Thank you. <laughs> and your cleanse. Thank you. I know. I wish I could ship the cleanse, but it's just LA based because it's all yeah. in glass and homemade. But the bars have been really fun to be able to get across the country and have people be able to taste them. They're a little bit temperamental because they're frozen and fresh. So that makes it a little tricky to come yeah, well, to you in, in one piece, but real yeah. food versus not real food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was listening to you talk and what I heard you say was you kept wanting to change things for your girls, for your daughters, for your children. Now, there was a lot of events that you mentioned that changed your whole life. Was there a specific tipping point and was there a reason that you weren't doing it for you? I mean, I know that a mother's instinct is always to do everything for her children, but I also, on the flip side of that, do know that you have to heal yourself before you can help others. So yeah, Heidi, so true. It, I really was doing it for me and the girls. I've always been a seeker in all of this stuff because my mom had really bad asthma growing up. And so she started going to a health ranch, Rancho La Puerta in Tecate, Mexico. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, right out of San Diego. Yeah. And it was way ahead of its time. You know, you'd go onto the ranch for seven days, no phone, meditated, plant-based food, yoga, massage, all these wonderful things. And she used to take me, she started taking me when I was 14, 15 years old. Did not want to be there at all because I was with all these older women. And at, you know, <laughs> I'm like, that sounds like a dream. <laughs> I know, now it does. Oh my God, I'd be there in a second. But I was off the grid. I just wanted to be home with my friends eating sugar and, you know, staying up late. But I did see what it did for her and her friends and for myself. So I was really lucky I got to dip my toe into what it was like to live a healthy life. But then once I went back out into the world and back to my life, I didn't live so healthy. You know, I didn't keep all of that up. I was always seeking that consistently. In New York, when I lived there, wherever I'd go... I would dip my toe into those things, but I didn't live it consistently. So the cancer was my first cancer. The diagnosis for me was a huge wake up and was such a blessing because it was like, okay, you really need to get your act together for yourself, you know, because this is not the way you want to live. And you don't want to live in a fear of maybe cancer coming back. And I was just constantly going to doctors after that and trying to figure out all my other health issues. I had Hashimoto's hypothyroidism, celiac, you know, I had all that stuff going on after my cancer diagnosis. So I was doing it for me. But I think when my husband died, I was really terrified for my girls, because I saw what kind of trauma it was doing to them. Right. I mean, yeah, it's terrifying watching a parent go through that for sure. And it's terrifying going through it yourself. Yeah. And so you talk about dipping your toe. 
which in other things, I'm doing air quotes for anyone who can't see me. And you talk a lot about other healing modalities, right? So yes, I currently have a team of healers surrounding me to recover from a recent trauma. And I am, you know, all about acupuncture, best proper nutrition, energy healing, and more. I'm a firm believer in mixing Eastern and Western medicine for optimal healing for me personally. Everybody needs to do what's right for them. When exactly, because you know, you just mentioned dipping your toe, did you start incorporating those others' modalities? Was it the first bout of cancer when you opted out of the chemo? Absolutely. Yeah. I started doing acupuncture. I, you know, I went to therapy. I actually started doing colonics. You know, I started juicing. I was, you know, I would talk to anybody and I would go to natural paths. I was just seeking out, you know, anybody and everybody that just felt right that would be right for my healing path, you know? And now too, I just, I have a lot of beautiful humans around me that do all kinds of different modalities. And I just, I know it's, we're so lucky these days and what's out there and what's offered. You know, one of my favorite cancer books, you know it already, Radical Remission. And she just came out with Radical Hope. I mean, that was such a beautiful book in regards to, you know, just giving people back the power to heal themselves. And if it isn't cancer or whatever they have, you know, and I think it takes a team, like you said. A village. It takes a village. (laughs) Team of healers. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree with you. That's my personal belief. I find it as the child of people who have experienced cancer. I lost a parent to cancer. I find it unbelievably frustrating that you can't explain to somebody that chemo is not the only way. And I guess kind of like, you know, you can't force somebody into rehab for a drug addiction or alcoholism. You can't force somebody to want to heal. So I'm just so thankful that the books you just mentioned, and of course your cancer hacks books are out there for the people who want to, who want to heal, who want to get better and who want to know of another way other than the one way that their one doctor has told them, which poisons them and heals a lot of people, helps a lot of people, but not everyone. And unfortunately, and I'm so sorry about your husband, but others like him, you know, it's, it's not just a one-way ticket to healing. So you've obviously done a lot of research and studying and all of that, as you mentioned, when you went back to school. So can you talk to us about doing your own research? I read somewhere that you read labs the way that functional medicine doctors do, and I'm fascinated. And how did you learn that? Because that's awesome. (laughs) I know it's real. I mean, when you're passionate about something, as you know, Heidi, you know, you just like dive into it um, in regards to whatever is out there. I mean, there's so many great functional doctors that I'm involved with that actually help me read all the blood work. You know, they've taught me how to do this naturopaths and also all the resources that we have available to us. You know, the great books that are being written and the websites that like Dr. Will Cole is a phenomenal friend of mine who, you know, has been a friend for years and Dr. Hyman and just Frank Lipman, all these beautiful humans, you know, that have been doing it forever. I'm also very good friends with Dr. Andrew Weil, who was doing it prior to all of these people. He's the original. He was the original. And he helped with my cancer program, as well as helping try to help with my husband's. So I w- I'm always just, I am one of those people that I'm not happy until I get the answer until 
I see what actually does work for myself, for my clients. You know, I'll go to the ends of the earth to figure out what and try everything. I try tons of supplements to see what works and what doesn't. And, you know, I've done all kinds of plant ceremonies too to help with emotional trauma and releasing thought patterns that aren't working for me, just so I can be more clear for the people that come into my world, you know, so I can tap into their energy or their fear or just help, you know, support them. So I don't know if there's anything that I wouldn't do, but <laughs> I'm like, that's my, that's my thing. I'm like, I'll try anything once. Right. Once. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So you just brought up your clients, which I really wanted to talk about because I recently learned that you help your clients become their own health advocates. And as someone who has continually sought out second, third, and more opinions when my gut went against what a doctor or surgeon was telling me and my gut and intuition have yet to be wrong, (laughs) I would love to hear your thoughts on becoming your own health advocate and where does one start? Because like a lot of us, I was brought up to believe that the doctor is the smartest person in the room. You don't question them. So how did you learn that they're sometimes not? And how how does one become their own advocate? (laughs) Well, it's interesting because I just find it so fascinating that we aren't already our own advocate. I think that is what the problem is here is when I get on the phone with clients, and a lot of times I will ask them, you know, do you love yourself? Do you honor who you are? And I would say 99.9% of the time they say no. They've never been taught that. They've never been taught to like follow their intuition, their instincts. Like you said earlier, you're always right. You know what's right yeah. for you and what's not right for you. But we listen to all But I had to learn the hard choices. way. Yeah. We all, yeah, we all have to learn the hard way. I know. And we have to kind of be jolted back into, okay, your intuition is always right. I mean, we are born with it and we just lose touch with it, with how we're brought up or what's going on in the world around us. We're taught to quiet it a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that is so much fun to be able to sit and talk to them and give them back the power And also when I'm on the phone with them or on Zoom with them or any person used to be, they tell me at the end of the conversation what's wrong with them and why they've gotten there. And I'm like, look at what you just told me. You know, at the beginning, you're like, I have no idea why I'm sick and why I feel this way. But by the end of the conversation, they're telling me exactly what's happened. And we all know that, you know, in the first seven years of your life, your subconscious is fully downloaded. That's so fascinating too. And um, most people don't know that, but us, you know, health practitioners and people who are trying to heal people do know that. And I always say, is there anything that went on in those first seven years? And sometimes they don't remember, but if they really were to sit and think about it, there was some trauma. Maybe it's not really hardcore death or divorce, but maybe it's a friend that was, you know, slighted them and like they don't trust people or, you know, there's always just stuff that happens and that we're so impacted at that early age. And you and I operate like what, 95% out of our subconscious. It's so crazy. And then we have these thought patterns that circulate that downregulate our immune system because they're negative. And sometimes they're true and sometimes they're not true. So all of that to me is so fascinating. And then when you dive into it and you're able to get people to sort of, you know, realize what is true and what isn't true from these thought patterns that are making them ill potentially. All they have to do is really meditate, journal about them, 
doesn't have to be hardcore stuff they have to do. They don't have to go to the ashram for months at a time to figure out. But they but they even retreats. <laughs> I mean, those are great, but they can just do it, you know, by doing a little meditation, by doing some yoga, which I think has been my godsend. And enjoy you know how I feel about yoga. So. I know. <laughs> It truly has been a godsend. I mean, that's where like so many light bulbs go off for me or also so many fires are put out on the mat, so to speak. You're preaching to the choir on this one because the reason I fell in love with yoga is because it taught me to connect in and to listen because I wasn't. I was completely cut off and yoga was the first thing that got me there. So one of the many reasons I love it. It's not hard to get when once people reconnect to themselves. And then you tell them, hey, you know, these are the simple things to do for yourself in terms of what to drink and eat. You know, just being hydrated is crucial. Like your sleep is crucial. I mean, they all know these things, but I think they just need to be reminded, you know, how many hours to sleep and how much water to drink or how you can fully get hydrated or just reminded that vegetables are kind of crucial in their diet. Um, you know, it's just, it's yeah. interesting. They're like, oh, yes, I do know that, but, you know, I just don't do it. Yeah. I have found that people like to be told what to do and they don't want to have to do a lot of work internal. Totally. So if, if they have like a guide or a roadmap, <laughs> that's usually very helpful. And also, I think often from my personal experience, I'm curious about yours, but I find that if people don't see big changes right away, yeah. they get a little discouraged. They do. I mean, they think that things can change overnight. As we know, it took a long time to get to where they are today. So sometimes it can take a little time. I mean, I do feel like I want to fast track them as well, Heidi. I mean, it's interesting. When I tell people the simplest thing to drink two cups of water when they wake up before coffee or tea or food. Every morning. Sometimes that can be life changing. <laughs> and you're like, really? You haven't been drinking two cups of water? You don't, you know, it is wild. They're like, oh my God, that I feel so much better. They do know coffee's dehydrating. So even just to do that before and after is huge for them. Simple thing like that, or making a green juice or picking up a green juice, you know, without fruit can also be life-changing because it's so hydrating because it has all these minerals in it. And it also can lower pathogen loads in your intestines. Just maybe those two things in itself. And they're not hard, you know, or a great greens powder in water, right? I mean, or something like that, that can just get nutrients into them, into their bloodstream and into the cells. And that could sometimes be just it. And they're like, holy cow. Wow. This is something I could manage. I love it. So the two cups of water in the morning, greens powder, green yeah. juice without fruit. Yeah. Without I'm it. a big green juice without fruit girl. I'm like, if I want my greens, I don't want the sugar. <laughs> yeah. Because um, you want to get eight to 10 cups of vegetables and the green juice can help you get there, you know? And that's why I created the soup cleanse here in LA. That was my next question. Is <laughs> <laughs> because like soup and salad and all those beautiful things can get you well over eight to 10 cups of vegetables a day. A pureed soup, just a cup of soup a day. Maybe it's a snack even, or it's soup with dinner or lunch. Especially now with this time of year, it's a beautiful thing to have, right? Totally. I'm all about warm foods when it gets colder. I'm really into the Ayurvedic <laughs> ways of living and eating. But yeah, I am too. 
I want to ask just this. So we'll wrap it up with this question. And then we have our like final things, but I really wanted to get to your soup cleanse because it's all over Instagram. I've been watching you put it out for the past several years, just personally. <laughs> and I love so much that you really put that adage that food is medicine to the test. I believe it with every fiber and cell of my being. And I believe you do too. So can you just talk about maybe a client who had amazing results from the soup cleanse or just showing that food truly is medicine. Do you have any stories about that? I do. I do have many. I mean, it's been seven years of doing it. And what has been so beautiful is to be able to feed people and nourish them and nurture them. There's a lot of love that goes into this program because I'm also Reiki certified and I love the energy part of food as well. So there's a lot of just love and nourishment. You're getting over 50 different vegetables in five days. You're getting over 50 grams of fiber. Like we take out sugar and gluten and dairy and processed food, you know, an animal protein for the five days. I'm not against it. But when you take out inflammatory foods for five days, you totally reset your body. And their digestion is better. You know, they've been bloated forever and they're not really digesting their food and they go on this program and then they're all of a sudden, you know, being able to digest their food and go to the bathroom every day and sleep better and their skin's better. I mean, it has been incredible. I give enzymes for them so they can break down the legumes and beans and we give MAGO7. You probably know what that is. It's oxygenated magnesium to clean out their intestines. I mean, I'm sure people's intestines are just loaded with food. You know, so it's just been, I mean, they end up five days and I text all the cleansers and the responses are just so heartwarming and they just make what I do so incredible because they're like, I didn't realize eating all of this food, I would even lose weight because we're giving them a ton of food. Right. But it's plant-based, so it's easy to digest and metabolize. But it's just, it's so fun to be able to like, have them experience firsthand what good real food could do for them. Yeah. And how amazing they're truly designed to feel, right? Because yeah. you don't know if you've never felt that good. And it's all delivered to them. So they don't have to do any work. They just have to drink and eat it, you know, and, and do it when they're told. So when is this going nationwide? <laughs> it's so sad because I have no clue of how to scale yeah. this business yeah. because I'm such a particular person about the taste and it's all in glass, you know, and I just, and I barely penetrated the LA market because we do 65 to 70 cleansers and that's nothing for LA, you know, a week. I mean, it would be nice, but I'm just terrified that it, the taste wouldn't be great. I mean, I put the bars into Erewhon, I gave them the recipe and a few weeks ago, they finally went into the stores and I went to eat them and I was like, oh, they were terrible. Oh, no. And like, how am I supposed to monitor that with, you know, I mean, they're an amazing store and I love yeah. them. I love the owners and they're friends of mine, but it was really tricky. And so I have to figure out, you know, how would I do that if I want to scale the bars and the, and the street cleanse? So I have to figure out something that would work easily. But. Every wellness entrepreneur's biggest conundrum is that yeah. quality because <laughs> yeah. it has to be so... Yeah. It's, uh, Unless it's shelf stable and you're right and something right. like that, but it's definitely fresh. And, and I love the idea of freshness yes. because I think we get so much of the other. So if everybody wants your soup cleanse, they need to go to California. They need to go away for a little bit. 
take a vacation, do a five-day cleanse on your vacay. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. All right. So before I ask you our final question, where can all of our listeners find you on the gram? So it's alyssagoodman.com. I have a website. I have an Instagram, of course, Facebook, all of those things. Yeah. And it's at E-L-I-S-S-A Goodman, right? Goodman. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So our last little thing that we ask all of our amazing, inspiring guests, that would be you, (laughs) is called our karma call. So I normally make Megan say it, but since she is traveling, I will just explain because I always see the explanation that karma is a Sanskrit word for action. So what is one small actionable item that all of our listeners could try for a short amount of time that we yield a giant result. Could be two cups of water in the morning before your coffee, whatever you think. Being hydrated is crucial. So I would say, I'll give another tip other than the two cups of water, you know, when you wake up, but there's a hydrating powder that I absolutely can't live without. It is Ultima Replenisher. Have you ever heard of that? It has macro minerals in it. It's not your typical electrolyte, with the sodium, it has macro minerals and macro minerals are what help water go into your cells. So you actually should go on Amazon, pick up some travel packs of Ultima Replenisher, U-L-T-I-M-A. And what you do is you put a travel pack in 32 ounces of water. So you want to dilute it because it has stevia in it. It's the stevia can be a little strong. Yeah. So, and this is life changing. It gives you energy, mental clarity. It helps with motility. It definitely hydrates you. It's one of those things for travel. It's fantastic. And also you won't be running to the bathroom consistently. You won't just be <laughs> peeing out the water. You'll <gasps> absorb the water. Yeah, I drink SOS, which is a product that when it was created, had the highest osmolarity on the market. I don't know anymore because this was a few years ago, but osmolarity for our listeners is the rate at which the water is absorbed into your body. And obviously, the higher the osmolarity, the more hydration you're actually getting. And it sounds like this is similar, like it's a high osmolarity. Yeah, similar. It's something I've used for like eight to 10 years. I mean, I just, I absolutely love it, you know, and then if you're, you know, the medical medium and his celery juice craze for years on that have been happening. Huh? I mean, maybe, you know, this, the celery juice is full of uh, minerals you know, and so it will really hydrate you as well. And it also will lower pathogens like bacteria and viruses and, you know, fungus in your intestines. And that's really important as well. I feel like we could do a whole show <laughs> with you on celery juice. <laughs> you know, if you don't like celery, you can even do cucumber. So it's not like you have to do the celery. You could do, I mean, I do cucumber, celery, lemon, ginger as a juice. And it's fresh and simple. It's not expensive. And that's another thing that's life-changing. Well, I think that's a great karma call. Everybody try celery juice. If you don't like it, try cucumber juice. If you don't like that, hydrate. Find a hydration powder you love. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. So Alyssa, thank you so, 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 so much for spending time with us. And I'm so happy I finally got to talk to you like face to face. Interacting so long on the gram. <laughs> me too. I was like, oh my God, is it finally gonna happen? Like this is so bizarre that we all like really do know each other, but then we don't. I know. Right. So crazy. It is a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Heidi. Alyssa has left the chat.
Wow. I am so sad that Megs and Jamie missed this episode because all of us were so excited to interview Alyssa and she obviously didn't disappoint. I mean, what's more inspiring than someone who listens to their intuition and heals themselves and then goes on to heal others with all of the knowledge that she amasses? It's truly mind-blowing, amazing, inspiring, beyond words and just so thankful that we finally got to meet off the gram after knowing Alyssa on the gram for so long and communicating there. So I guess for me, the main points of this episode were really to be your own health advocate. I loved, loved, loved how Alyssa asked, you know, why aren't we? And I think that's just such a powerful question to ask yourself if you don't advocate for yourself at your doctor or for your own health or in any other situation. I think it's a really powerful question to ask yourself why, you know, as Alyssa said, journal on it, maybe do some cross flow yoga on it. If physical is your way in or any kind of yoga that you like, anything that helps you connect. And again, if that's not your jam, journaling is a great way in and um, guided meditations like friend of the show, Dan Harris has his 10% happier app. His guided meditations are amazing, but do the work to connect in until you are willing to put yourself first because we all deserve to be put first. And if you don't do it, you won't teach anyone else to do it. So learn how to put yourself first. And on that note, thank you all so much for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And if you're feeling uber generous, give us a good rating and say why you love us. Be sure to follow us on the gram at Off The Gram Podcast. And we will see you next time. Bye.